Have you ever wondered why anyone drinks Malort? Or if there are actually lobsters in the Chicago River? Then listen to the Curious City podcast, where we answer all your questions about Chicago and the region. WBEZ's Curious City is part of the NPR network and available wherever you find your podcasts. Hey, I'm Natalie Moore, and this is Reset, your guide to the news, politics, and arts and culture in and around Chicago. You know we love to highlight local talent on the show, so we have a treat for you this Saturday. A CSC is a Mexican-American indie rock band based here in Chicago, and we're listening to their song, Mal de Otros. This is a track off their debut album, also titled Mal de Otros, which is out now. A CSC blends elements of rock, dance, and Latin music to create a unique sound that is both soft and get-out-of-your-chair groovy. We recently spoke with the band's songwriter and frontman, Fernando de Buen Lopez. Sasha Ann Simons is going to take it from here. So to start off, tell us a little bit about your background. It's, I understand that you are a Chicago transplant, like I, me. <laughs> I am. I am originally from Mexico City. I've been in Chicago for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. July was my 10th year anniversary. Um, but yeah, from Mexico City, uh, born and raised there. Was that a big change for you? In some ways, yeah. yeah. Um, How so? Well, you know, I had my entire community there, family, friends. In Mexico, there's, at least with my friends and my family, there's not a big um, tradition of moving out to a different city, you know, at 18 or things like that, uh, as there is here in Chicago, or not in Chicago, in the U.S. Um, so for me, it was like stepping out and suddenly like having to build that yeah. Almost from scratch. No. Well, what made you move? School. I came for school. Uh, that'll get you every time. That'll get you every time. <laughs> school. Yeah. Uh, well, at some point you had your band El Mañana. Mm-hmm. That ended up dissolving in 2014, but the group was reborn as a CSE. What made you want to get back to making music? I don't know why I stopped making music. I think that's a that's a, a, the explanation of it. No, it's like I, I always thought I would get back into it. And I actually always thought it was going to just continue with El Mañana, no? I thought that that was going to be the way to to keep going. Um, but then someone else registered the name. Yeah. <laughs> well, that forces a new start, no? Kind of. A... So so let's talk about SCSE. Who else is in the group? Sure. We've got Ben Geisel, who's our drummer. Uh, Celine Rusk is our keyboard player. Sam Copeland is bass player. Uh, and we have a new guitarist, Christian who just joined, he's just played one show with us. So so how would you say your music with El Mañana and Asiasi differ? I think Asiasi is a bit shorter songs, uh, a little bit more traditional structures to the songs, where El Mañana was uh, a bit more jammy and a bit more, um, yeah, I guess jammy is the way to describe it. <laughs> jammy, I like that. Traditional how, though, when you say uh, El Mañana was, was like that? Um, well, I, actually, I think... Uh, CSE has more like traditional song structures, like, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus type of a thing. Okay. Um, not always, but I think that the nature of the songs we've written so far is more like that. I think that also has to do with uh, most of these songs were written in the pandemic, so we couldn't be together, mm-hmm. which is where the jamminess comes from in previous music I've written. 
And so I think just because of how those songs came to be, yeah, that they're a little bit different in that sense. Well, let's listen to some music off the new album. Here is Me Quedo Allí. Siempre que me quedo solo So this this track to me is super cool. It's a combination of like this psychedelic sound with cumbia, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, this shuffle rhythm is what I'm getting from it. Uh, the reverb of the guitar. It makes me want to dance, essentially, Fernando. (laughs) So I'm so curious about what music you listened to growing up and and how it influenced your sound with ACSE. It's funny because growing up, I listened mostly to things like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and things like that. Really? Yeah. Um, And it wasn't until maybe like five or six years ago that I started really getting into cumbias, um, which I think happened for a lot of people in at least friends of mine. And so, you know, those psychedelic cumbias from like the 80s and 90s and that are so great. So I just one day sitting, you know, my home, I was like, what if, what if I wrote something starting off from, from a, like a cumbia beat? Mm-hmm. And then that's the song that came out. And I'm glad you say you want to dance because that was the point. We, when we were putting it together, we were like, okay, this is a song that if we're playing it live, people should try to dance. Yes. Hopefully. Well, that's what that I was. I'm still tapping my toes because it's like I can still hear it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, you mentioned a moment ago, Fernando, the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. It's been tough for many artists. Um, there are fewer live performances. Uh, it's difficult to try to collaborate with other people. Uh, what was your experience like? Give us some more insight into that. Sure. Uh, I feel incredibly lucky that I was able to work from home. So from that perspective, it. While we had to stop playing, stop rehearsing, we had we had shows that we had to cancel, like almost every band. Mm-hmm. Um, it also created the space to just write new music, and that was also kind of like a coping mechanism to get through like being indoors, uh, you know, for months. Was to to write new music, and yeah, so, I can imagine. Yeah, so that's that's the that's how the first year of the pandemic was just to write songs write uh what became the album uh and then a year in is when we recorded it when you could start to get together again and, yeah exactly you know things started to relax a little bit yeah how's it been for you getting back out there and playing in front of people again oh it's so good i we love it we just love to play um and it's been really really great to see now that we've released a few singles from the record 
people seem to be liking the, the new music and, and we're playing some of the, well, our previous shows, we're playing some of the newer songs and we're getting good responses. So that's always encouraging and fun and we're very excited. Let's hear another track. Time for Transa. So this is very dreamy. I love the mix of vocals on this one too. How did this song come together? This one was a, a song that I had a demo from like three or four years ago. It was very different, very, very different. And part of the process in writing these new songs was to, to also take a step back from like the arrangements that I had in a demo or whatever and just make the song work with an acoustic guitar and just singing. And so it was kind of like a process of elimination of parts mm -hmm. uh, until I came up with this very bare bones arrangement of just acoustic guitar, just singing. Uh, and then uh, it was an exercise of building it back up, you know, and saying, Ooh. okay, now that there's a song that kind of works um, from start to finish, what's the, what's the right arrangement? And so that part was what happened during the pandemic, no? But I had some ideas and some recordings before that that were very different than what ended up being in the record. Your process sounds like you, you just, because of COVID, had to just change a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that before, um, my approach would be to just come up with ideas. And then I usually get stuck, no? I, I might write a, a verse and a chorus and then I'll get stuck on something. And what I traditionally would do is just throw it back to the band during a rehearsal and kind of like that was a process to get unstuck that was not so easy during the pandemic right so yeah. i had to develop some strategies personal strategies to to get unstuck i think forcing myself to like just solve it with an acoustic guitar was one of them doing things like the guitar is my main instrument but what if i have to i force myself to make an arrangement without any guitars right just synths and drums and bass or whatever. What if I try a new genre? Like, like we were talking about cumbia, no? Yeah. I've done, like, I don't make disco music, but I make a, made a disco arrangement of a song, no? And it's not that I want to make a disco song, but it's like, Putting myself in that spot makes me think about it differently. I see. And so that helps me get out of those kind of like blocks. Were you surprising yourself at all? Your flexibility? Um, or is this is this you? I yeah, I guess so. I, I guess it was a little surprising. I, I think it was more of a feeling of just show up and do something. And sometimes it's like, okay, well, my traditional strategies of just writing in a a particular way maybe don't work. So just try something new. Mm -hmm. And then it's just that act of showing up and doing something that moves it forward. 
And I think that surprised me that, well, it shouldn't have because it's pretty obvious, but it takes some time sometimes. So what would you say then, Fernando, is your biggest lesson that you, you learned from, from putting this new album together? That's a very good question. Biggest lesson. I would say it is to show up, to show up. Yeah. Because I'd been talking with the band about, oh, let's make a record, let's make a record. And yeah, I was working on demos, but it was kind of like aimless instead of just saying every day for two hours, sit down and show up. Yeah. And half of those days you'll get nowhere, but you need those days so that the other half you get somewhere. It's almost like you have to channel like a, a different level of discipline <laughs> that yeah, you didn't know you had before. Yeah, absolutely. And and as I said before, I, I was lucky that kind of like the pandemic created that space for me to do that. Because otherwise, just life gets in the way. You know, mm-hmm. Oh, I have to do, go do this and do, run that errand and do this. This was like, okay, what else am I going to do? I read that you had 35 demos. Yeah. How did you cut that down and, and decide, you know, what tracks would make it to the final version? I think that was, uh, so some of the songs gravitated more easily, like towards the final list. Because it was like, okay, they're more, just more finished. They're more like robust songs, just better songs. And a lot of it was also just talking to the rest of the band and to um, Marcus, our producer. Just I sent them all, all of these, and I was like, "Where, where, mm-hmm. where are your minds going?" And that's kind of how we narrowed it down. Thank you so much for joining us, Fernando. Thank you for having me. Let's go out on one more track from the album. This is Tuzabes. <laughs> That's all for today's Reset. This episode was produced by Marie Mendoza and Ethan Schwab. Ethan also mixed this episode. If you enjoy hearing from Chicago musicians, you might want to check out our conversations with other artists like Raven Linnae and Saba. Go check them out in the Reset feed. I'm Natalie Moore. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again soon. Que todo estará bien Porque tú Tú sabes De dónde viene el sol Tú sabes De dónde son las cosas
Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts.